We hear an awful lot, especially in mental health community, uh, people talking about self-care. And self-care is great. Self-care is wonderful. I am slightly bothered, though, by the implicit assumption that self-care goes in the bracket of some sort of passive self-indulgent thing and hey passive self-indulgent things absolutely should be within the bracket of self-care but it's also consistent action that's taken over time sometimes it's the discipline of getting up every day at 6 30 in the morning or 5 30 in the morning taking a walk going for a jog doing your affirmations uh, listening to some sort of motivational material or even a hypnosis that focuses your intent for the day and you do that every day for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, that could be self-care. Getting yourself to the gym regularly, that could be self-care. Going out and going to that yoga class, dance class, whatever class, meetup group that you said you were gonna do when really every instinct in you is like, no, I wanna be on the couch and just put a blanket on myself and watch Netflix. And you go, no, actually I'm gonna go out and do this and push outside of my comfort zone. So the discipline of gently and organically, but with determination and self-agency and self-authority saying, no, I'm gonna take the comfort zone and I'm gonna start pushing against it. Actually, yoga is a good example of that. I mean, in yoga, you don't just fling yourself into a really hard pose, do you? You get into the pose at where you're at and then you move out of it and then you come back to it and then you move out of it and you come back to it, you get yourself into the position and then when the ligaments are ready, you start to push into that position. You start to move into where it hurts a little bit. You start to twist and bend and soften into that position a little bit more and a little bit more. And then you go, okay, that's, that's enough, I'll stop. Breathe, can I do a little bit more? I could do, but not today. This is far enough for today. Okay, great, and then you pull back. That to me is the consistent, the spirit of uh, determination and consistency of action that we need over time. It's consistency of action over time. Now, when it comes to mental health, I personally feel that that is the more important element of self-care for most people. If you're struggling to overcome an emotionally abusive relationship, if you've got elements of childhood trauma or PTSD, or you consistently feel feelings of anxiety and depression, the sliding scale of self-care definitely should be balanced. But for most of us, there's the yin end of the scale, which is where you would passively receive or just relax and just submit to whatever process is, is happening. Your days off, your spa days, spa related type activities, massages, lying in the sun is the example I gave before, versus the more yang elements. So these are the things that you can actively and actually do that represent um, going outward, moving forward, taking action. Why would I say that this is more important? I think that this is probably somewhat more important. Both are necessary, both are important, but most of us need to lean more on the side of the yang element of self-discipline. Because when you're talking about something that is hard to heal, like you're, you've got anxiety, you read a book, you went to like three counseling sessions, you tried a meditation, didn't work, the anxiety's still there. We need to start being realistic. We need to start being honest with ourselves and saying, okay, this isn't some cosmetic level of mental health issue that's a come day, go day thing. This is actually something that is, is there across multiple contexts and across time. Hmm, okay, how am I going to handle this? Well, one of the things that I would suggest is if that is there like that, it's probably because the trauma or hurt 
that put that there has come in over a period of time with multiple actions. So for example, if it's anxiety and what put the anxiety there, I don't want to go too deep too soon, but like, let's say you had a parent who had an abandonment issue and they didn't want you to leave home. So they hamstring you over time in subtle ways. They're not bad people and they're not on the narcissistic personality disorder spectrum. It's just that they had abandonment issues and they didn't want you to grow up too quickly. So they hamstring you in small, subtle ways to keep you at home, to keep you there. That can create anxiety. That's not going to be resolved inside of, um, you know, a few counseling sessions and the reading of a book and meditation. It's actually going to take the rebuilding of certain parts of your internal software that the parent and the institution and your friends and the society and the tribe around you should have supported you with as you were growing up. But not only did they not do that, they actually chipped away at your ability to be assertive and to grow and to move forward. And this very consistently, when we actually get right down to it, is one of the big root causes for people who struggle with extreme anxiety. Extreme anxiety sounds a little harsh. With anxiety that is persistent, let's call it persistent anxiety. And I've worked with clients like this, but very, very persistent anxiety. I use this as an example off the top of my head. I would say that consistent action over time is going to be more important for them than say the, uh, the yang disciplined consistent action over time end of the self-care spectrum than the yin end of the spectrum because the things that happen at the passive end of the spectrum can actually become triggers. They could actually be something that trigger the anxiety through passivity. So where are we anxious? Why are we anxious? Well, we're worried that we're always going to be passive, that we're never going to get anything done. So the, the unconscious, the body, the brain, the mind, the spiritual system, the whole being starts going, oops, that's not very good. Let's do something that induces action. What induces action? Feelings. What kinds of feelings should we send the individual? Well, we want them to take action. We want them to start doing stuff. Okay, let's send them feelings of agitation. Let's send them feelings of guilt. Let's send them feelings of shame. Let's send them these, these kinds of feelings that make you run, that make you want to move away. But if you don't know what to do and you don't know how to get rid of them, you just sit with them and go, oh, I feel really anxious and really uncomfortable. Leads to irritability untreated over a long enough period of time is going to lead to anger management issues. You're going to have massive ab abandonment issues. It's going to create a lot of interpersonal relationship turbulence and consistent discipline over time would have a better impact on that kind of persistent anxiety than the yin end of the self-care spectrum because we actually have to put software in place there that you have the spine, you have the determination, you have the get up and go to make things happen for you. Now, the other thing that you're gonna face, only the yang end of the spectrum can help you with, is a drive to not do this. So you'll be feeling like, no, don't do that. No, don't push forward. No, don't behave with consistent action over time because it's probably become like a childhood taboo for you. So it's actually gonna take a massive amount of discipline to keep going with that. Now, when I'm saying the word discipline, consistent action over time, if you've never done this before, these muscles, these skills are gonna be weak. Don't hate that, don't judge yourself for it. It is what it is. Everybody who is strong was once weak. Everybody who is an adult was once a child. The tree that was big was once small. It's just nature, it's, it's not personal, it's just the way things are. So you do have to be patient. You do have to be calm and you are gonna to have to wait over time 
um, for these things to develop. So when you start out, depending on how persistent your anxiety is, you might just want to start with just one thing, very simple thing that you can do, that you choose to do with discipline every day for 15 days. And then you would slowly and organically, slowly and organically dilate the things which you are doing for yourself over a period of time so that you can add more and more things to it. It's like sitting in the yoga pose. It's like being like, okay, I'm, I'm good here. You know, you might look across and see me and I'm like doing some mad crazy fuck. I've got like my fucking ankle up behind my ear and you go, well, I'm not doing very good. You're at where you're at. Your body's your body, your brain is your brain and it's all good. So wherever you're up to, that's your work and that's where you're up to. So you wanna twist a little bit more each time, push a little bit more in time and not just push. The yoga uh, metaphor is a good one because sometimes to advance in yoga, we don't push. You just relax into it. So you'd hit a pose and you'd be like, am I gonna push this pose? No, oh, nah. I'm just gonna stay here. I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna keep doing this. And that is powerful. You don't make it some big neurotic enterprise that you have to conquer. What you do is you just, I'm staying here. In the same way, getting up every day an hour earlier than you usually would. And then that's the hardest thing you do. That's the only yang discipline thing you do. And then the thing that you do after you've woken up at half six or half five or whatever it is, is you do something that is yin. Whatever that thing is. You could do some journaling, you could do some real easy, like five minutes writing down affirmations, enough. That's it, that's all I'm doing, that's, that's it for the day. I'm done, well done me, yes. I, I chose to do that, I did it, and I didn't have any kind of an emotional flashback doing it. Winning, that's a win. And we move forward from there, from wherever you're at. That is self-care. And that's the kind of self-discipline I'm talking about that is intelligent, that is compassionate, but assertive, that is determined, but kind, and it, is all about what we can get ourselves to do over time. If you're interested, the Fortress Mental Health Protection System is available to download now and it's completely free. Go ahead and get that now. Thank you.